Welcome to Covenant Connection with Pastor Gerald Ravis. We trust that this message will restore, refresh and revive your spirit man. Here is Pastor Gerald speaking. The life of a believer is not a stagnant life. If you are following Jesus, you will continuously be growing and moving forward. Thankfully, you will find yourself again and again in a place of transition. Now, transition should be a cause for rejoicing because it means that God is moving you into the place He wants you to be. Now, we were not built to stay at the same place or the same level all the time. When God created us, He placed a yearning in us for more. And so we have to come from one level or we have to yearn to go from faith to faith and from glory to glory. Inside of us has got to be a longing to move from one place into the next place that God has for us. And it's in the transitional place that God moves us from where we are into where he wants us to be. The question is, how do you handle transition? Or how do you act when you are in a transitional place? The Bible tells us about Joshua. And I'm going to be taking my text today from the book of Joshua, chapter number 5. The Bible tells us of Joshua's journey through transitional places. Joshua actually spent 40 years traveling through the wilderness. And after all those years, he led the people across the Jordan River into the promised land. But listen to this. Even when he went, even when he crossed into the promised land, Joshua still found himself in a place of transition. That means that God still had plans to move his people from where they were into where he wanted them to be. And we can learn from the story of Joshua on how he handled the place of transition. It is very important for you to know what to do in a place of transition. So this morning, as we get into the word of God, my encouragement to you is if you are in a place of transition, what do you do? What can you learn from this leader in the person of Joshua? So let us read Joshua chapter number 5 and verse 12. The Bible says that no manna appeared on the day they first ate from the crops of the land and it was never seen again. So from that time on, the Israelites ate from the crops of Canaan. Joshua chapter 5 and verse 12. Listen, in Egypt, the people ate onions and garlic. 
That was the food of bondage. When they went into the wilderness, the people ate manna. Manna was the food of provision. It was miracle food. They did nothing. God provided for them. But after they crossed over into the promised land, after they crossed the Jordan into Canaan, the manna stopped. So what the people ate in the promised land depended on the ground they broke and the seeds they planted. In other words, they ate the food of freedom. Listen to me, child of God. The number one thing that you need to do when you are in a place of transition is to break some ground and sow some seeds. God delivers us out of bondage of sin. He then builds our faith and knowledge as new Christians by providing the word to feed our souls. But there comes a time when we have to sow something. There comes a time when we have to act on what we know and use what God has given us. We must challenge our comfort levels. There's going to be a moment in the transitional place for you to break some ground and sow some seed. In a transitional place, you definitely need to do that. Listen to me, child of God. A harvest does not come without planting. And planting requires faith. Planting requires work. But it brings forth a rich reward. What am I saying this morning, child of God? That if you are in a transitional place, if you are coming out of a transitional place, I do not know where you are at, but this is what we learn from Joshua. We see that through scripture, that when they cross into Canaan, they now had to work the ground. They had to dig in. They had to sow seed. I believe in miracles, but a time is going to come in your faith walk in your life as a believer, where God wants you to build tenacity in your faith. And it's going to require, like I said, sowing and, and, and uh, you know, working the ground takes energy. It takes work. It takes time. As you plant your seed of faith, it is definitely going to bring forth a harvest. I'm reminded of the words of Isaiah in chapter 43 and verse 9. He says, For I am about to do something new. See, I have already begun. Do you not see it? When God is taking you through a transitional place, He's getting ready to do something new. When God got Joshua to take the children of Israel, into Canaan, when they got into Canaan, the miracle of miracle food ceased. And scripture says that they ate from the fruit of the land. They had to work the land so that they can eat of its fruit. And I pray that today you receive revelation on what you ought to do. In a place of transition. The second thing that we see happening. Let us read uh, uh, verse 13 to verse 14. It says, When Joshua was near the town of Jericho, he looked up and he saw a man standing in front of him with a sword 
in his hand. Joshua went up to him and demanded, Are you a friend or a foe? Neither one, he replied. I am the commander of the Lord's army. Very incredible. See, the angel of the Lord was not on Joshua's enemy's side and he wasn't on Joshua's side either. He was on God's side. Listen to me, child of God. You need to wholeheartedly embrace God's plan. This scenario of the, an- of the angel who was the commander of the Lord's army shows us that God is in charge. It is not God's job to line up with our agenda. It is our job to line up with his. God's word is what it is and we must align ourselves with it. It's not about our ideas or our plans. It's about God's will and God's glory. What did God require of Joshua at this point in time when the angel of God shows up? First of all, the angel of the Lord here is a representation of help coming. But you know, help is going to come when you align your will to God's will. When you align your plans with God's plans, when you come into communion, when you you come into agreement with what God is saying, and that is your responsibility. Help is there, but you need to align yourself. You need to align your plans and what you think is priority to what God is saying. There's an element of uh, uh, obedience that we see here. So when we find ourselves in a place of transition, we can either fight it or we can embrace it. But we must not be stuck in our old ways so that we fight the new move of God in our lives. It is very important to line up with God's word, be open to the transition and fully embrace God's plan. And I believe God is talking to somebody today here in this service. And he's saying that, would you align your plans with mine? He's telling Joshua, he says, you know, help is available. The other thing you must realize that in the next chapter, Joshua is going to face, he looks up. He was near the town of Jericho. Jericho was 45. And Jericho here is a representation of, uh, you know, something that needs to be broken down. Remember, in the next chapter, God gives them victory. God tells them, go, you're going to take, you're going to break the walls of Jericho. So Jericho, they couldn't see the city. It was preventing them from seeing the actual dream. It was preventing them from taking their possession, taking over the things that God had told them that he was going to hand over into their hands. And I like what the scripture says. When he lifted his eyes, he saw a man standing in front of him. And he thought, oh, maybe he's on my side. Oh, maybe he's on the side of my enemy. But he said, no, no. I am on the side of the Lord. I am the commander of the army of the Lord. Wow. And what did he need to do? Joshua needed to align and embrace God's plan wholeheartedly. The third thing that we see is in verse 14b to 15. Let's go there. Joshua 5 is where we are. 
verse 14 to 15, it says, After this, Joshua fell with his face to the ground in reverence. He says, I am at your command, Joshua said. What do you want your servant to do? Very important question. The commander of the Lord's army replied, Take off your sandals, for the place where you are standing is holy. And Joshua did as he was told. The third thing that we learn that will help us in a place of transition is making worship a priority. Joshua fell on his face, the ground in reverence, and he began to worship. The angel of God said, take off your sandals, for where you are is holy. Joshua was a busy leader with millions of things to do. The people that he was leading were anxious and the future looked uncertain. But in the midst of the turmoil, Joshua takes time to take off his shoes and bow down before God and worship. Listen to me, child of God. Worship is not wasting time. Worship is what gets us in tune with God. Worship is, is what reminds us of our dependence on God. We see this lesson outrightly coming out here. After he's had this encounter with the Lord and he says, what should I do? Very important question. It is always important for you to ask the Lord, what should I do? The angel of God says, for where you are is holy. Worship is what puts us in touch with God's peace and God's power. No wonder in the next chapter, chapter 6 and verse 1, the people begin their conquest of Jericho. And God miraculously worked on their behalf and they won a marvelous victory. But I want you to be careful that before the victory came, Joshua, a man of God, in a place of transition, had fallen on his face and worshipped. Our worship matters, so make worship a priority. If you are in a place of transition right now, let worship be a priority in the name of Jesus. And I'd like you to think about this morning. I'd like you to think about some questions. Think of a time you have been in a transitional place. What emotions did you feel? How did God help you through it? Where do you feel God leading you in this season? And what can you do? To embrace his leading. From this story we actually see that the Israelites planted actual seeds to grow a harvest of food. So what does it mean to sow seeds in a spiritual sense? And I believe there is something that God is speaking to you this morning. As I bring this word close, remember... The life of a believer is filled with transition. In fact, you may be in a place of transition right now. And if you are that kind of person, you need to thank God for it. Because you know what? He's getting ready to take you to the next level. He's moving you 
into something new, something better, and something higher. Remember, his plan is amazing. So what you need to do is to place your trust in him and embrace his miraculous new work in your life. Shall we pray? Father God, we want to thank you for this day. We thank you for the revelation and the message in your word. We thank you for the places of transition that we're going through. We know that you have something better coming. For you said in your word, I am doing a new thing. Do you not see it? I have already begun. That's what you say to us. And so we embrace your plan wholeheartedly. We commit to break the ground and plant some seeds of faith. And Lord, we want to make worship a priority. Help us. For in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Thank you for listening to Covenant Connection with Pastor Gerald Ravis. Write to us and let us know how this message has impacted your life. You can email us Bethel Covenant Fellowship at gmail.com or visit our Facebook Bethel Covenant Connection and leave us your testimony. We wish you God's best on this journey of faith. God bless you.